Hey, hey AJ, do you think anyone out there realizes how quickly some of these shows are put together? <laughs> <laughs> well, they sure will after today. <laughs> Brian, I got a question for you, man. Ooh, yeah, yeah, why, talk is, why is your thumbnail staring at me, man? It's freaking me out. I mean, those are some pretty blue eyes, but god damn. It's, it's following me across, around the room. It's, it is a little you sketchy. Wish. Yeah, no, I do wish. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. I think we should probably start the show. Let's go. This is PSVR Gamescast Live, where we film live every single Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern, right here on YouTube, so you can see our faces. If our faces are not what you want to see, then go check us out on one of the podcast services of your choice, like Spotify or Apple Podcasts. My name is Brian Paul from this channel right here, PSVR Without Parole, and this gentleman to my right, my partner in crime, AJ from The Underground, PSVR Underground. What is up, Brian? What is up, Gamecats? Happy Monday. And boy, do we have an exciting <laughs> week ahead. Now, going to be, you know, we like to be transparent around here. There's not a lot of news today. There's not a lot going on, but that doesn't mean we can't have a good time. And that also doesn't mean that we haven't been busting our asses behind the scenes. But it is going to be, guys, despite not being a tons of flashy news, it's going to be a really exciting week. So strap in. Let's go. Strap in. Strap on. Let's do this. Man, a little bit of housekeeping, I think. Make sure you join our Discord. The link for that is in the description below in the video description. Click that. Come hang out with us. That's where we hang out 24-7. That's where conversations like this also happen 24-7. And of course, if you haven't been paying attention, we've been doing this whole new Patreon push uh, because we're trying to hashtag hire AJ. We're going to try to get him paid for the things that he already does. We've got some new tiers and new goals over on patreon.com slash without parole games. So if you want to support this channel and make that guy, I'm pointing at AJ, but the, the logo cut me off, make him part of the team all the time. Jesus Christ. Patreon.com slash without parole games. Make it happen, boys and girls. In cats. How you Everyone's doing, bud? buckling up. I love it. I'm great, man. I'm yeah. in such a great mood. That's awesome. Uh, I love, uh, you know, my PSVR works right now, which is great. I can go play it if I want to. <laughs> <laughs> no great shade start. thrown there. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah, that's very true. That's very true. Uh, yeah, this, this cover story was actually going to be a little bit different, but uh, but today didn't go as planned. So uh, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, <laughs> AJ, I was, uh, I was actually over on Miles Dyer's uh, channel before this. Uh, actually, a lot of the cats were over there because uh, he interviewed me for uh, his quest for global empathy. Uh, and, uh, and man, we, we had a two-hour conversation, and it was supposed to be, I was like, do I have to prepare for this? Is there anything I should prepare for? And he's like, dude, we're going to talk about VR. We're going to talk about horror movies. He goes, what would you have to prepare for? And we talked about that for about 30 minutes. And then went off on this completely different tangent. Um, Miles is an awesome dude, and we had an amazing conversation. So make sure you go check him out over on his channel. Yeah, man, I caught a little. I, I caught a little bit of it. Actually, my phone had this issue where it thinks that a microphone or headphones are plugged in. Uh, so I've got a bit of a problem with my phone right now. Uh, <clears throat> but yeah, I was gonna check it out. I saw you guys talking on there, and um, yeah, I'll, I'll be sure to check it out later. Nice. Very nice. Well, AJ, we should probably begin the show, uh, even though there's no news to talk about, <laughs> with a little bit of news. <laughs> and one of those news stories happened today. Uh, it is a, a brand new game that we've been speculating a little bit about since they first uh, gave us a release date, uh, and that is Probe, a game dev experience. <laughs> Stop right there. Probe a game dev. A game probe Let's a game go. dev. We got the, Come here endeavor one. Open wide. <laughs> we're taking volunteers first and then we're just coming for the rest of you. Uh, <laughs> probe a game dev. Uh, it actually sounds like a way more interesting game than the game that I played. Uh Probe a game dev experience is I think it's supposed to be educational. It is it is absolutely compatible with VR. Um and it's just it's just the weirdest thing I've played in a very long time. Um, I don't know if you were able to catch my stream earlier. I know you were busy today, but 
this was interesting because obviously this was made by a Spanish team. And we were like, I don't even know if this is coming to the U.S. because there's a lot of text to, to translate. And I would say most of it was translated fairly decently. Um, but it was just I'm so confused by the entire experience, man. Like you run around in first person in this struggling game studio like they need your help and you're there but it is like the most expensive game development studio on the face of the planet like it's overlooking this futuristic city they've got like these giant windows the floor it's just like the biggest place in the world and uh and you talk to a bunch of people and you ultimately find out what they need help with and then you go in and you like build really really simple logic and really simple lighting and really simple everything you follow the directions on the screen and you make it happen and uh and I was so bored that I couldn't even be bothered to read the directions by the third mini game thing that I was just like so not into it and like I'm sure people on my stream were telling me how to play it properly I know Bell Ramio had already played it and so he was trying to help me along and I was just like I just can't man I just can't this thing is like 17 or 18 bucks and it's it's very very rough um yeah i can't i really can't recommend it at all so over two on the playstation talent so far don't let us down do not open we believe oh uh, what was it was neon hat the other one yes yeah which again <laughs> the, the fundamentally or, yeah. seemed like it was okay and then they just didn't really finish it up properly yeah, yeah. that's a shame a little rough around the edges but that's uh, but that's my two minute review of Proba Game Dev experience. All right, um, yeah. So was it? Um, is it? Wait, who said that? Uh, serial killer, the peanut butter checks loving game cat. Asked, didn't didn't watch. Is it like Game Dev Tycoon, or is it more like Dreams or something? I mean, it's it's something in between, right? So a lot of it, you're just playing in first person and walking around this game studio and talking to people. And then another part of it is they put you into these like sort of mini games uh, where you follow the directions and say, well, this is how you manipulate lighting and blah, 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 blah. And so it's really some in-between thing where yeah. a, a, a tycoon game makes it sound like you're running the full business and like, you know, trying to help them become profitable and blah, 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 whatever. And it's just you, like release a game. Now that sounds kind of fun. If you do the dreams or the... Uh... The, the game dev tycoon where you like have to assemble a team you have to like like make them crunch like can you like can you like highlight them and be like crunch <laughs> and right. then it's like you made a great game woohoo but everyone's dead yeah i mean the funny thing is, is that at the beginning of the game when you talk to the ceo of the company he's like we want to make sure that none of our employees have to work more hours than they want to and all the employees are like little whiny bitches and they're like <laughs> like my son's got a little league game today and I got to make sure that I get home in time. And I was like, do you care about this studio, like, even remotely? Because I think the answer is no, they don't. Uh, it, is, it is a weird, it is a weird, weird experience for sure. I uh, agree with Bad Robo. The best game developer simulator is Dreams. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. By far. Five time. Dude, we have a few tips to take care of here. And the first one comes to us from Emily Baxter. Hashtag the game kitten with the $5 tips. His fiance's Rhoda surgery went well. Hip replacement, by the way. Uh, have a good games cast, guys. Don't know what was meant more painful. Her surgery or Brian's live stream. <laughs> was... <laughs> wow. That well, bad, huh? We're very happy about Rhoda. And, uh, and uh, things are things are going well. So uh, send, send congratulations to your fiance from us over here in game cat land. Uh, also, future past Scott, Jesco, PSN, Harry Fellow, PSVR, GameCap, for life, Rare with the five and a half quid, says, tip jar needs topping up, you say. Okay, let's go, GameCats. Let's get AJ higher. I mean, highest. Ah, smash the like button, Tarzan, or something. <laughs> smash the like button, Tarzan. <laughs> Tarzan, smash like. We also got Miles Dyer with the five quid, says, thank you, Brian. You were an amazing contribution to the hashtag quest for empathy, showcasing the power of integrity, community, and the amazing GameCats. Uh, it was nice, man. It was nice. We haven't done a, I haven't done a litter box episode in a while, so it was really nice to be able to kind of just like open up and uh, spill my guts uh, for the first time in a while. But it got real. It got real emotional. I think. I think Miles and I both teared up uh, at least a couple times. Um, wow. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 you we, never tear up when when hosting with me. You, Sad AJ. You, you've never you've <laughs> never done anything to make me emotional. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we also get Jamie yeah, out with the two dollar tip says loved game dev story. Sad this game isn't like it. Yeah, I've heard good things about game dev story big time. AJ, I think <laughs> yes, we sir. should move on to the next news story. <laughs> we should move on because Wander VR has given us a second 
feature of some gameplay. And this time, uh, we got another look, and it was in a similar format where they're just going around playing. And then they kind of explain uh, some of the stuff that's going on, some of the features of the game in the gameplay. And, man, you know, I, it's getting close to where I don't want to see any more of this game. Getting close. i got to tell you. <laughs> I've been I there for like a I month. I help it. I couldn't help it and watched it, and mm-hmm. I really like what I'm seeing. Um, this one in particular features features some of the uh, the way you use your little robotic watch companion guy, mm-hmm. um, and he's got a he's got a cool sense of humor. Uh, he kind of sounds like <laughs> Colonel Sanders, but and looks <laughs> like him too, uh, and I love that for some reason. It's so funny to me. Um, but they go and, and show off some of the, the gameplay and features and, and what you can do with him. Yeah, the, the first gameplay trailer that they, that they released, or the first extended one they released, uh, like, what, a month ago, maybe, was <clears throat> was interesting because it was the first time we saw a bigger environment. It was the first time we got to see you walk around an environment and kind of interact with more things rather than just being, like, little snippets of, like, oh, this is what this timeline is like and this is what this timeline is like. And, and so I was like, I don't need to see more of that. I, I'm 100% there with you. I'm like, I've seen enough of this game. And I'm, again, 100% there with you when you say that today's video was important because it actually showcased some of the mechanics and showing that you could right. take that watch and not only change it, uh, change the skin and make it look the way you want it to, but also that there's an upgrade system for even the watch and how many items it can carry. Uh, I, I, yeah. this, this, right. this is making a game that seems like it could have been a walking sim or an experience feel more like it's right. got some solid gameplay mechanics and some solid um, progression systems, which you know that I absolutely love when i play games 100 percent with you there progression systems are kind of like the thing that keeps the the carrot dangling in front of your head mm. and keeps you engaged keeps you wanting like that wanting to get to the end and reach the carrot and have that satisfaction but but yeah <clears throat> i think for me i was really impressed with the with some of the banter in between the watch i like the the you know there's a lot of history of robot companions and uh, a lot of the times they're they're either like really annoying or they're not helpful at all. And uh, this is weird because this is a watch, but it has like a personality and a sense of humor. And I think that's pretty cool, like a genuine one. I think that's pretty dope. Yeah, I 100% agree. Uh, this feels like it could be a much meatier game than we expected. Uh, and I mean, and the, the visual polish alone is fantastic. Um, really got my fingers crossed that that translates over to PSVR pretty well. Don't mind me. I'm actually setting up for the next news story. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think we got a couple tips. Do you mind hitting those up while I prepare? Uh, yeah, hitting up the tips. Yes, sir. Please. We got Dave Station VR in the house tonight. What is up, Dave? $2 donation says, great episode of Global Empathy. Go watch, folks. Hope you're doing well, Dave. Love you, man. Um, <clears throat> that is over on Miles Dyer on that channel. Uh, and he uh, sat down with Brian and chit chat for a little bit. Um, <clears throat> we've also got Lord Vader, Darth Vader, the game cat, yeah. with the $10 donation. Thank you so much. It says, Hello, friends. I hope you are all doing well. I am. Thank you, Darth Vader. I hope you are too. Brian and AJ, you are both awesome. You're awesome, Darth Vader. All of you are awesome. You're all awesome. Also, zombies. Lots of zombies because why not? I agree. Zombies are just naturally a great entertainment uh, thing. They, they fit into so many forms of entertainment naturally. I've read lots of books with zombies that were really good. Uh, movies with zombies are can sometimes be really good. And, of course, the best video games with zombies are, like, usually pretty awesome. So couldn't agree more. And we have some zombies for you in this episode right after we talk about wander uh darth vader uh finally we've got donatello the scientist game cat pass me a ninja slice done statue of liberty five dollar donation says wonder if psvr will go down if there's a whistleblower at sony maybe the oculus ambassadors can save them (laughs) oh so much shade thrown today for real for real. We also have Ryan. Nice Ryan the Game Feline with the $5 tip. It says, a game just released on PS4 a few weeks back called Virtua, Virtual Surfing, and the game is freaking flat. How rad would that be in VR, though? 
I, I mean, saw that, and I was thinking, I'm pretty sure all of us that saw the virtual surfing <laughs> were like, why isn't this in VR? Like, the main people that would probably buy this game, uh, you missed out. <laughs> yeah, I've been, I've been saying for a little while, I just said it in voice chat recently, that um, that like the, the thing I want most in VR right now is actually virtual racing. Like, Sega's original arcade game just, boom, right into actual VR. The flat-shaded polygons, I don't want upgraded visuals or anything i just want that game like bring all the virtual games and virtual games over uh and so yeah i mean virtual surfing that sounds like it would be fun yeah i thought about doing that in uh, dreams actually at one point i almost did we also got scott jesco psn harry fellow psvr game cap for life with the two quid says right i got it hashtag get aj highest oh and hit the like button (laughs) (laughs) nice oh man brian what's the next new story uh, it's actually that Albo uh, is teasing the more of the zombie stuff. Um, this was more than a tease, Brian. This yeah. was this was a, a nice little look at the zombie mode, and I am so freaking excited and happy with this uh, trailer. Of course, they were just doing a trailer saying that the game is on sale right now. Albo is on sale for twenty four ninety nine right now. Do recommend it. You go pick it up. Uh, but they gave us an extra little sneak peek, and it shows off the zombies mode. Brian, what did you think of this? Because I loved it. You know, I want to hear so much what you think of it. Uh, yes. That I want you to tell me what you think of it first. <laughs> and I'll explain Absolutely. why in a I will gladly do so because this confirms what I was hoping for in that there is like an actual objective-based system in this mode. It is not just wave one, wave two, wave three, There, which, you know, to some degree may have some staying power, but not as much as a thing where it has objectives. I have to go watch the trailer again and like pause it right on the spot and see what it was saying the objectives were. But I saw them building up cash, and I saw them... Um, doing a couple things and yeah it looks really cool now it did look like something like some of the dogs they showed uh they like kind of stuck together it looks like it needs a little bit of polish i don't care if this isn't even like complete complete by the time we get it like as long as it comes out in october you know i'll be happy with it uh i'll take a little bit of day one jank with it but um but overall like the enemies like this gives me it honestly gives me such hardcore, like, House of the Dead-looking vibes. The way the, the levels look and the way the enemies look. The dude with the axe swinging at you and you're shooting at him and his health bar going down. Oh, my God. I'm so excited about this. Dude, I'm really excited about this, too. I think I I think I needed something to uh, to get back into Alvo. Uh, every, time I, every time I test it out, I'm like, this is great. But, uh, but it... This is going to be a mode where I feel like I can really just like sink my teeth into, no pun intended, uh, in this. It just seems awesome. Sorry about the trailer. I had this. <laughs> right? I don't know why it was formatted like that. So I'm just I'm just bringing back the other trailer. Um, but yeah, no, this this gives everybody a reason to be excited. And, uh, and man, like they, I know they haven't said when this is coming out. But if they can manage to get this out this month, it'll be absolutely perfect. I think after this week, we're going to need uh, a little bit of something, something. Um, and just run around and killing zombies together. Sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, man. I'm really, I've got high hopes for this just because it's coming out in October. And yeah, like I said, you know, and this is a mode that I hope they start, like, you know, whatever they start with, great. But I hope they expand on it as well uh, because zombies. Zombies Because zombies. (laughs) Yes. But it's more than just zombies. Like I said, it's got like the dogs. It's got the guys with the axes coming after you and stuff i love it i love it yeah it's a lot it's a little bit more than what i expected when they first said there was going to be a zombie mode um it's a little bit more like mechanics to it enemy variety to it so i'm pretty excited yeah yep this is a game that's going to keep evolving over the course of hopefully the rest of the uh the psvr1 lifespan uh and, and obviously it'll continue evolving into the psvr2 lifespan as they've said very I think I think they've said pretty plainly that their plan is to bring yeah. Alvo to PlayStation VR too. So, absolutely, they're going to be bringing it to PSVR too, and it's going to be a great uh, great to have it there. Yeah. Um, I think with every update, it has gotten pretty much a lot better, uh, especially after the aim control uh, move controllers update. 
uh, and then there's another on the way. So just keep at it, guys. This is what I knew the game was going to be. Yeah. Uh, it was pretty clear about what it was. And, uh, you know, I just, I'm just glad to see them, like, kind of slowly delivering. Yeah, I will say that, you know, full transparency, when, when, when I reviewed this game, I was having a blast when I reviewed it. Um, and and I, feel, I felt like I was able to overlook a lot of its faults because I was having so much fun. And so maybe the score of 8.0 was, you know, a little generous. And I think it's growing into that score as time goes on. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm really, really happy to see that it's, uh, it, it's, it's becoming the game that we really, really wanted it to be. Yeah. Well, moving on, Brian, uh, Hubris VR. One of the main headlines of this show and discussion, uh, Hubris, as you may or may not know all, is a science fiction action-adventure game uh, that was announced. Um, I don't remember. It was announced as part of, like, Road to VR or VR Focus. Maybe it was VR Focus. Um, and they basically confirmed that it is a PSVR title um, in the future. And it's made by a bunch of, like, people with a background of, like, high-end uh, animation um, artists, which you see a lot of people that get into VR tend to be a lot of graphical designers and, and stuff like that. And, uh, and then they end up making a, a VR game. But the first previews are in, Brian, and we've gotten a, uh, a couple articles from a, uh, a few different sources. And things are looking pretty good, man. Yeah, I do want to say that um, I had access to this game for a while uh, and didn't get around to it. Uh, I was going to give it. A sh- I was going to give it a shot today to see if the the code was still active. Um, and and of course, you know, the second I turn on my uh, Quest and hook it up to my PC, it's like no internet connection. You're not allowed to do jack shit. And I was like, oh well. In that case, uh, so this this turned very quickly from a uh, a hubris first you know first impression preview uh, games cast to a hey let's let's talk about what everyone else is saying about hubris currently now the 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 thing that i had access to is the same thing everyone had access to it was the pc version uh pc vr version that was uh the first or i won't want to say the first hour of the game but it is an hour of the game that's about how long the demo is uh and dude it sounds like the first impressions that people are are uh publishing pretty damn good which is reassuring. Yeah, at least, especially visually. Um, it's actually getting compared to a lot of AAA games. Like, people are, a lot of people are saying it looks like a AAA game visually. And they're saying that basically the only thing that they think looks better is, like, Half-Life Alex. Uh, so that's pretty high praise. And, you know, we knew from the trailer that this was pretty good. But let me lead you, read you a little uh, piece from VR Focus's write-up. Um, and they say they're talking about, you know, the graphics and stuff, like how, how great the graphics look when they say, well, it seems as though that the trailer and screenshots weren't lying as Hubris does, in fact, look that good. With the first section of the planet, you land on an off, you land on offering stunning sun beaten rocks and dappled water effects, possibly the best water effects seen in VR to date. Nice. Now, I don't know about you, Brian, but I, since the beginning of time, have always loved water effects yes. in, in in video games. That is something I like. When the water looks good, I can stay there for a while. <laughs> I don't want to go off on too much of a tangent about this because it's just it's a small part of this preview. But right. But when when water became really cool was on PS2 because it was Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance where you ran around in a pool of water and like there you could actually see the waves that you were causing and ripple out around you. And also, Eco, uh, that game on PS2. Also had amazing water physics. And that's the first time I started paying attention to water. And then it was, yeah, it was very important after that to me. Before that, it was just like yeah. a blue polygon. <laughs> it's like, here you go. When it comes, water. Yeah, when it comes to water effects, I'm trying to think of some other VR games that have really good ones. And I think like Astrobot comes to mind. Uh, also, Ace Combat 7 in particular. I remember that being like one of the first things I noticed in Ace Combat 7 in the uh, VR mode. But anyways, moving on, uh, they continue and say, and that's no surprise considering Cyborn's history as a 3D animation company before moving into video games. The buildings and tech have that usual clean-cut sci-fi feel to, to them, very reminiscent of titles like Halo. Um, and then they go on, there's one more paragraph here, and says, but looks alone won't carry hubris with the one-hour demo giving a good feel for the physicality the experience will offer. The video game jumps straight into a training mode where you can run, jump, 
climb, swim, and pick up a gun and batteries, the former for a quick shooting range, the latter uh, a hint at the puzzles to come. So there will be puzzles. Um, so uh, this game is going to be classified under action-adventure and it's the setup right now. There wasn't a lot of combat. They were saying stuff like you can shoot some squid that like kind of come and attack you. And uh, to me, I originally saw this game as a potential hoping that it fills the void of Subnautica VR, which is something I really wanted and never got. Um, and I'm hoping I, I'm hoping it kind of fills that void just a little bit. Yeah, uh, one one of the things they've uh, all all the previews remind us about this game. I uh, I interviewed one of the developers uh, during the April's PSVRAF event, uh, and uh, and he called it you know hubris chapter one or episode one or part right. one or whatever it was. Right. Um, and uh, so you know if, if if that's one of the things that turns you off about VR, just keep in mind that this is supposed to be self contained a self-contained story. So you, there will be a beginning, middle and end, and you're not going to be waiting for chapter two to actually get that. Uh, and that this should be a complete five to six hour game when all is said and done. Um, and, and, I, and I'm actually surprised that it's five to six hours. That could be dev speak because devs, devs always seem to make right. their games sound longer than they are by a significant 90% margin. Of the time. Yeah. 90%. Of the time. And when a game looks this good, uh, and we don't we're not totally familiar with like the budget that's behind it it makes me go oh this could very well be a two-hour situation where you blast through and it's like wow that was beautiful but it was very very short because that's all the budget will allow for we just saw that with ionia which was 45 minutes right right um but uh, yeah early um impressions people seem very high on the visuals um the combat seems like it still has a long way to go um when it comes to the combat, but the exploration of the game so far and some of the uh, minus a little bit of tweaking possibly needed, people seem to be pretty uh, surprised actually by the physicality of the game. They were like, wow, like I wasn't expecting all this physicality. Um, and uh, I think that's one of the things that makes uh, VR immersive, even though sometimes it's more fun to have kind of shortcuts. Um, I think the physicality plays a big role in making games more immersive. Yeah, over on uh, windowsreport.com, <clears throat> which I honestly isn't a site that I'm familiar with. I'm shocked that there's not more previews of this because when the embargo lifted, uh, I, I just expected every single site to have coverage of it. Um, <clears throat> they, they mentioned the physicality too. They said the main way Hubris tries to co um, combat motion sickness is by making the player perform physical activities. So this was seemingly a way around motion sickness. Like many other VR adventures, you'd be climbing a lot of surfaces from ledges to ladders. You'll even be hanging from alien tentacles that you fabricate and shoot across gaps uh, and they sit and they follow that up with yes really you have to hunt down squids from uh, to hunt down squids grab their tentacles and mix them in a machine to make an elastic alien <laughs> rope that you can use to it. cross large crevices now <laughs> they, they make a whole reference about how like it, it stretches as far as you're willing to stretch it like uh they make a reference to the last of us part two the electric electric cord um but it just sounds so like over the top and ridiculous and so like that they've really given their sci-fi world a lot of thought um, that this is something they're like, Oh yeah, just take this and fucking make this. And pff, there you go. It was like, what a, what a weird thing to do, but, but awesome at the same time. Yeah, man. So really looking forward to this. It is supposed to release in the first half of 2022 is I think their window. Um, it could have been quarter one, but I'm just going to say first half because <laughs> you know, it could even be later, but, but uh Yeah. I, I'm hoping that this is one of the few exceptions to the episodic games that actually delivers. Um, and I think it has the, the setup for it. They just have to, to, to deliver it. Yeah, they, they do do a little bit further about the physicality on Windows Report. Um, this person specifically said they what I've never experienced before was the swimming mechanics. As stated, uh, this planet has a lot of water, and you'll be swimming through small pools of water and submerging yourself through tunnels. You'll move around by making swimming motions with your hands, and this really felt awesome to do in VR. Now, I can't think of too many games that use swimming mechanics in terms of like that. It's just usually just like point and you know pull the move button. Um, but uh, but it's it's awesome to see that a bigger game is starting to use the uh, the free. Uh, Free diver, free diver, we down mechanics. About that recently. Yes, yeah. That those swimming mechanics 
are so satisfying. Oh my god, it's so good. <laughs> so, and this this does seem to be hitting a lot of different notes. It's not, you know, when when I talked to the devs uh, during the April's PSVR event, I was like, so is this a first person shooter? It's, it's much more than that. It's definitely a first person adventure uh, with a lot of different mechanics. Obviously, puzzle solving. Obviously, uh, you're making some items. You're shooting. There's definitely some combat. Um, so, and certainly some exploration. So this is seeming like something that's going to be uh, something we really, really, really want to look forward to. AJ, I have to ask you though, since, since this demo was only available on PC VR, and they're and they're looking to do this on all major headsets, it's supposed to come to all major headsets, including PlayStation VR and, of course, like Quest. Um, do you, do you think that these ambitions are a little too lofty for the current gen PSVR, or uh, or, or or even you know, a step down was was the quest too. I don't know. I've been surprised before. So uh, I think av- on average, uh, you know, we never even got rhythm of the universe Ionia. So if we would have gotten that, mm. then then I'd be like, I'd have a probably a better answer for you. But I've seen some impressive stuff pulled off. So we'll have to wait and see. It's true. It's um, true. And just a and just a heads up, everybody. Ionia is still coming. It wasn't canceled on PSVR. They're just uh, they. They said very, very recently over on their Discord that they're polishing up the PlayStation VR version. So it just wasn't quite ready for launch, but we should be seeing it somewhat soon. Uh, and I'm glad it, I'm, I'm glad it doesn't seem to be coming this week because, man, this week is fucking crazy enough. We don't need any more games this week. Yeah, no, we don't. <laughs> um, we also got a couple tips here. We got Alberto Mapam, the game gato with the 50 Mexican pesos. He says, just here to say hello and hoping you saw Q the cat on Discord. Uh, it would be awesome to see many different iterations of Q. Saludos. Uh, Alberto, I Saludos, did see. Saludos, my friend. I, I did see Q the cat uh, on Discord. I like it looked like uh looked like it had some major ball sackage going on around this area um but i don't know maybe i got ball sack on the brain my bad <laughs> it was it was awesome and i would love to see many iterations i, I don't know man Does, doesn't everybody have ball sack on the brain is that not a thing uh no i'll see myself out <laughs> Um, thank you very much, Alberto. That was uh, very awesome. I saw that, and I didn't even have a chance to respond. We also got Emily Baxter, hashtag the game kit with the $2 tip, says she's demanding a correction. Rhonda, not Rhoda. <laughs> like, please please give the fiancé a hug for us. Help My bad. Rhonda. Help, help me, Rhonda. She probably hates that song. Uh, all right, help so moving Rhonda. on, uh, we had a quick uh, discussion, Brian. Now, um, Interesting little subject that we wanted to just touch base on, and that is which PSVR games, Brian, do we consider a 10 out of 10? And before we start, we want to define what it is to be a 10 out of 10. And to me personally, it usually means a game that kind of like moves every, like, like does something better like even if it's just an iteration on something done before it does it better or in a new way that is like pretty mind blowing or does something really special that hopefully like can actually set a new trend or change something um and to me a game's a, any game technically there's no there's no such thing as a perfect game it doesn't necessarily have to mean every little thing is perfect hmm. uh but in that what it does uh, it mostly does like ninety nine percent of everything right, I would say, and then also like like I said, does something special that is above and beyond that nobody else can, most other people cannot match. Yeah, I, I'd like to take that even a step further and maybe lower the bar even a little bit and say that it's just an ab- either an absolutely mind blowing experience, uh, or is a new high watermark in you know for 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 the console or the headset that it's on, you know so. Uh, doing something better than ever than anyone else. I don't know if that it's a requirement for me, like, but if something is just like an absolute must have, you know, and it's just a total joy to play, um, you know, I've only, we've only given out a couple tens ever. Uh, and, and I'm sure we're going to talk about those in just a second after we give a shout out Two. I'm getting there. I swear to you. I absolutely there it is. <laughs> Serial killer, the peanut butter checks loving game cat with the ridiculous over the top hundred dollar tip says my surgery is tomorrow and I have and I met my out of pocket expenses so it's free. Here's a little something uh, to help with the hashtag hire AJ fund. Serial killer, I hope it's nothing uh, nothing too serious. 
Uh, but please keep us posted. Let us know. Uh, and thank yeah, you man. so, so very much for, for the so generous much, donation. Man. We'll be thinking about you, dude, and have a, have a wonderful procedure, safe procedure. A wonderful and, procedure. Uh, good luck, man. <laughs> yes. We'll be thinking about it. <laughs> we'll be thinking about you. And, uh, yeah, man, go and get it. And before we get on to this 10 out of 10 conversation, Mad Max, the underground VR game cat still on parole. The $2 tip says, damn late plus one to one you to say the name pizza. Wait, damn late. Plus just wanted you to say the name Mad Max, the underground VR game cat still on parole. Got it. Yes. <laughs> nailed it. Pizza. AJ. So I said, we didn't, uh, we, there's not too many 10 out of 10 games on PSVR. I don't know how many of my 10 out of 10s you agree with and vice versa because mm -hmm. You don't do you don't do as many reviews as you used to, uh, and so I don't we don't actually know your numerical scores for a lot of the games that maybe I consider ten out of ten. Um, what's your list of ten out of ten games? Well, I wanted to just you know I wanted to hear yours first and, and then give you another one, but uh, I'd have to say the obvious uh, an obvious ten out of ten to me is Astrobot right. Astrobot Rescue Mission. That game is perfection from start to finish it is pure joy to play and and uh, actually the other day two days ago was actually astro's birthday three years old he's growing up so fast um but yeah i played it over the weekend too and i've been listening to the soundtrack lately and i think astrobot out nintendo's nintendo at their own game and and really you know, I think Astrobot Rescue Mission in VR is even better than Astro's Playroom on mm. PS5. Great. I think uh, I think it's one of the most special, uh, amazing platformers I've ever played in my life. And I grew up on platformers, and this was like a dream come true game for me. Uh, it's absolutely incredible. The, the polish, the variety, the depth, the platforming. The precise like gameplay. The only game to actually use the touchpad in like a super meaningful way. The yep. best game that is the the game that has used the touchpad the best of any PS4 uh, game ever. And like all the things this game does is just magic on a disc, uh, and it is incredible. I love, 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 love Astrobot. Ten out of ten. Yeah, that so. I don't disagree at all. I don't disagree at all. I think that, you know, the, the campaign alone might be a 10 out of 10, but then going on and doing the challenges uh, and just some of them that take multiple tries to get uh, and just really, really working your way through that is because the game, I don't, I don't think the game is terribly difficult. I think there are certainly some difficult stages, but over, yeah, over challenging parts. Yeah. Yeah. And, but, but for people who really want to, difficult challenge like, like really want to test themselves some of those later challenges in the challenge section are are brutal and, and especially yeah. i remember doing the uh, i was trying to get the platinum trophy for that and i was doing the uh, the live stream where i had to uh, squirt the water right in front of astro as he's running over lava um just so he had a solid path to walk on and i must have done that 50 times on the stream uh but still it was it was such an amazing mechanic and it was such a it was such a it was such a great game so memorable and I agree. Yeah, out, out Nintendo's Nintendo, big time. Yeah. What about you? What's your first one? Uh, there's a little game that came out uh, near the beginning of the PlayStation VR lifespan uh, called Resident Evil Seven, <laughs> and <laughs> everyone is so sick of hearing me talk about Resident Evil Seven. But it's I'm one honestly not. I could I could hear you talk about it a lot. <laughs> it's one of those games that just does absolutely everything perfectly. The only complaint anyone could possibly uh, throw against it is that. It doesn't have mood support, and I don't even care. When I play that game, I'm, every single time I jump into that game, I'm surprised. I go, holy crap, how is this game this stunning? It is still by far the best-looking PlayStation VR game. It's the scariest PlayStation VR game. It's got more content than almost any other PSVR game. There's a few exceptions, but just all the DLC is amazing. The campaign is amazing. Uh, I mean, it is... It's it's a ten out of ten on the flat screen and like an eleven out of ten in VR. Game is just absolutely incredible. Yeah, I think my favorite thing about Resident Evil Seven is that it's so goddamn scary. It's so scary, and that people can't play it. And to me, that's not necessarily a negative. Like that, it's just so well designed and so freaking scary that. Literally, it's too intimidating. It's too stressful. 
but it's so well designed in my opinion as well um and i think that's what makes that's my favorite thing about it is like it's just how scary it is and i love that that may it shows it to me it's special because it shows how scary vr is when you make a good horror game in it how scary it can be yeah it also shows like what uh, a talented team uh and maybe maybe some sony money millions of sony dollars can do uh, it, yeah. sh- it shows that there was enough power in the PlayStation 4, even the OG, to put out an, an amazing-looking PlayStation VR 1 game. It says that all along, this thing has been more than capable, and it was just some of the developers weren't up to the task of uh, of making of getting their game from the flat screen over to PSVR. This was proof positive from almost day one that this that that VR was capable, uh, and especially PSVR 1 was capable. Uh, and uh, yeah, it was just unbelievable, man. And still, in my book, still hasn't been topped. Still hasn't been topped all these years later. Yeah, no. Um, another one is this little game. Come on, give me one I disagree with. Me. Come on, give me one I disagree <laughs> with. I want to fight. <laughs> I'll give you one, uh, maybe. I don't think I have any that you'll disagree with. Yeah. But I love uh, I love Brian Piccolo saying Wipeout is a 10 out of 10. Oh, that is a, damn, <laughs> such a good game. Um but uh, but the Walking Dead Saints and Sinners, man, because what it does from the survival and the gameplay and the physics, um, you know, I think gameplay wise, game loop wise, atmosphere, um, this was made by people that uh, clearly uh, are experienced, talented, de- like like driven, and and I feel like um, I feel like they just got everything right. This. There's not another game that really has these kinds of physics or um, and I think that's a big part about it. the way that everything the way that they did the, the the menu and the UI and everything. You grab your flashlight, you grab your journal for yes. your for your thing. It's no it's there's no menus in this game that just randomly pop up that I can think of, really. Um, you, you grab you grab your journal, you grab your backpack. You, you throw stuff behind your back. You grab weapons from your sides, from your from your back. Um, all these things, they, they just put so much thought into uh, just, you know, how do we make this with the most immersive features ever? And that is why I always say it's the best PSVR game or and one of the best VR games. I mean, the PC VR crowd, I haven't played Half-Life Alex, but when the PC VR crowd tells me, mm-hmm. like, it does things better than Half-Life Alex, I'm like, then then why? Then where is the PC VR crowd, like, not, like, raving about this, like, all the time? I mean, maybe they are, and I just don't see it. But, um, but yeah, to me, this game, and, and, you know, and then we got the extra content for it, which was also great. But I just think, uh, I think it just has so many things right that nobody can replicate and uh, has been yet to replicate just as, like, to the T as they have. Yeah, I, th- I think Saints and Sinners is an example of a game that I don't think does everything right. And, and certainly has, uh, there are people who disagree with some of the things that are in the game. I know there's a lot of people who don't like stamina being there at all, but I do feel as though as a survival Ooh, game. It, I love the stamina system. I I'm glad there's, I'm glad there's stamina in the game. I think it just was implemented in a really stupid way. Um, and so like, I, like it irritates me to play that game sometimes with that current stamina system, but it's still a 10 out of 10 game for me because it's, because everything else is so well done. And it really was like a new high watermark for, for VR games that like it's you, right. Like, 10 out of 10 doesn't mean perfection always. It just means absolutely right. mind blowing, amazing game that you need to play. And, and I think that by that, that definition is 100% a 10 out of 10 game. Right again. There's, there's no. I don't think. I think like even you know with every game you can find little things to nitpick. But I feel like the things you can nitpick here get just completely blown out of the water by the things it does. They're just such a higher executed at such a higher level than the average game that I've seen. Um, when when nobody else when you know when so many other games can't replicate this or or don't you know do do the things that this does then it makes it also unique so it, it, like not only does it do everything right but it also is like in a league of its own kind of by itself um but yeah man so oh you brought that one up right <laughs> yes 
All right, good. Well, then I'm going to bring up what I think is the reason to have a PlayStation 5 currently uh, and the PlayStation VR 1 headset on the PlayStation 5, and that is Media Molecules Dreams. I think that I, I think that is de- the definition. Like, if I, you know, I don't think... I saw somebody in the chat saying, oh, if I could only have one, uh, one PlayStation VR game, it would be Resident Evil 7. And I would never pass up that experience for anything ever. But a part of me is saying, if I only had one PSVR game for the rest of my life, I would finally be able to sit down in dreams and make something that I'm really, really proud of and take a lot of time and create a VR game. These, these things look amazing on the PlayStation 5. The, the, way that the, yeah. the way that the PlayStation 5 is able to max out the resolution in the headset and make everything look crystal clear and just you're able to build these bigger worlds. I mean, dreams is such a powerful tool. The fact is when when that VR patch was first announced, you, Dave and I sat here and we're like, yeah, but like, what's it really going to be capable of? We're going to be stuck in these tiny little rooms with barely any functionality. Is it going to have move support? Is it going to have this, going to have that, right? And, and it just, even on the pro, it blew us away. We're like, oh, this is way better than we anticipated. Then on the PlayStation 5, it was way better than we anticipated. And then they added, uh, and they added aim support. They had move support. Uh, I mean, it is, if you were even remotely creative, Dreams is an absolute must-have title. You know, it's, it's 20 bucks here in the States. It often goes on sale for 10 I mean, if you don't have it, I don't know what you're doing with your life. And just to play, I, I should have said, if you're not creative, there's so much other stuff to play that keeps coming constantly. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't uh, interrupt I think, you. <laughs> I think Dreams is a 10 out of 10 because there are several Dreams creations that are better than 50% of the entire VR library. I've said that before. Yep. Stuff like Hypercycle Arena 2, um, uh, Jungle Bill. Uh, just there are so many. This The uh, the Idyllium, the, the uh, mm-hmm. Contemporary Art Museum, which is like the most amazing art museum experience thing I've ever seen in my life. Um, and it's like original and, and beautiful and stunning. You, you know, you do have to, of course, play it on a PS5, but... Um, but yeah, I think because of some of the experiences in games, the amount that are the amount that it already has so early in the life cycle, like I said, left to rot, uh, a completely original game that is like Resident Evil Seven and Alien Isolation. The list just goes on and on and on, and visually, it can pull off things that are like way more impressive, like stuff that looks so good. I didn't even know the PSVR headset could look that good. Um, so yeah, to me, dreams is absolutely a 10 out of 10. I think it's one of the most special games of all time. One of the coolest things ever made. And, uh, yeah, it's basically another dream come true kind of deal. Yeah. 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 We're going to disagree about one of these. Any, I don't know if we're going to disagree on any of these. I don't, maybe, maybe we'll, uh, maybe we'll, well, I don't know. We'll see. I, I got like a couple more, but um, but so uh, I'm gonna have to say No Man's Sky, uh, especially on PS5. Uh, no Man's Sky is an absolute ten out of ten for me. Um, I love sci-fi. I love exploration, and you know, people always talk about how they want VR to be this like world that they could just live in, get sucked into, and uh, absolutely love. And uh, and that I don't think I don't think a lot of people realize. Uh, that No Man's Sky is like this, where it's like almost infinite in how big it is and how much there is to do. And uh, there's stuff, you know, it's not just flying ships. Uh, you know, obviously it starts out as a, a survival. Uh, it's, it starts out like as a survival where you um, where you like just basically have to survive and, and then you have to fix your fix your ship. But then it's got like like huge multi multiplayer. It's got driving uh, driving doom buggies across things, giant creatures you can like tame and ride. And uh, man, just absolutely uh, one of the most immersive, like deepest games. One of those few hybrid games that like actually implemented lots of VR stuff instead of like you know just being like a dual shock in VR. Yeah, I, I think so. It's weird because I, when I think about No Man's Sky, I think about how daunting it is, and that could easily be lodged against it as a complaint, as something that's not 
you know, it's not accessible to everybody and it, and it takes a long time to, to learn the ropes. Um, I spent a lot of time in No Man's Sky and I still have no idea what I'm doing or how to do pretty much anything. No. But that's, but to me, so many people say, say the same thing about the dreams creation tools, right? They say, oh, it's so daunting. And so like, it's, it's not great because it's tough for people to get into. But the daun- daunting ultimately means that there's so much going on that it'll take you forever to really explore everything it has to offer and that's why it's so daunting otherwise the otherwise all the systems would be way more simple right but but it has to be a little daunting because it's so deep and all the mechanics are so deep and allows you to do so much and so i like i it wouldn't even be fair for me to be like oh yeah no man's sky is definitely a 10 out of 10 when i'm like i don't know what i'm doing in this game but I have seen a lot. I've put like 30 hours in uh, and, I, I've, and I've seen what uh, other people have shown me and, uh, and, and all of the different updates that have come out just keep expanding and expanding and expanding this game that like I can't disagree with the 10 out of 10, even though I'm like I, it would be it would be pretty unprofessional for me to be like, oh, yeah, no, it's absolutely a 10 out of 10. <laughs> I just don't know personally. Yeah, I, I wish I could just like, again, one of those things I wish I could just copy a USB drive. And just like share you all the information <laughs> just directly. <laughs> I, it would take a long time though, but it is just, it also keeps getting updated. It's still supported. It's probably going to have a PSVR 2 version. But to me, it's a lot about just the exploration, the sci fi, and the depth of it all. Um, the game is just super deep. And uh, yeah, there's just always something to discover. I've been playing the game for years and uh, still discovering new things. And yeah, there's so many different things. You can build racetracks. Like like <laughs> I said, you can and you can interact with people. You can you can like it's got it's almost like an MMO at this point. Um so there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff that, you know, uh, I think is absolutely incredible. Yeah. And that's where my list of 10 out of 10 stops. Because as I think we have a ton of other amazing games on PlayStation VR, but I I, I struggle to give any of them a 10 out of 10. Uh but if there's more, well, on then your we list... have one. <laughs> I actually, uh, I really want to say Firewall, but I'm going to give just an honor mention to Firewall because mm-hmm. I think that game is absolutely incredible. Um, I think it's the you know obviously it was the biggest multiplayer shooter that we had mm-hmm. um, and was huge. It's a system seller. It's very rare for a VR only game that is a new IP to be a system seller. That's pretty hard to do. And that game sold tons and tons of headsets. That's a game that, you know, uh, some people, yeah, like just only play that game. And to me, that is super special. So screw it. I'll give Firewall a 10 out of 10. But the other one I want to give a 10 out of 10 do that you might disagree with is Farpoint, baby. Let's go. Oh, man. Developed the aim controller. Now, I know this game is not technically a 10 out of 10, but it is to me, Brian. Uh, I really think that Farpoint is absolutely something special. I think I think the uh, the negative stuff of the the, ba- the weakest modes and stuff in Farpoint mm-hmm. are, like, not even relevant. Like, don't take away from anything because they're different modes. But the story in Farpoint uh, is absolutely incredible. And... You know, most people, the sad part is most people don't even get past the, the big first boss, which is the spider. Uh, and then, at, but after you beat that, the story continues. It's got a fantastic story. Um, and and then you go into like giant like robots and, and aliens and all this stuff. And, uh, and, and then beyond that, Brian, is a handcrafted co-op mode, which is like, it's not just, hey, this is the single player it's like no like they've redesigned these levels there's some brand new ones that you don't even see it's got weapon upgrades and all this stuff the co-op is absolutely incredible so um yeah man i gotta give it to farpoint for my last one yeah i'm gonna disagree with both of those choices uh and 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 not not violently disagreeing i'm not gonna get up in arms and shit but because i think you know if you can if you can sink hundreds and hundreds of hours into a game like firewall um, then it's hard to be like, well, I didn't enjoy it. <laughs> it's like obviously you spent hundreds of hours in it, and uh, and that's and that's great. Uh, but yeah, it's just you know, just the cats get it, man. Love you guys. Yeah, I'm not saying you're wrong for not agreeing because you're not. 
No, because um, because but because, uh, the people that I know had the same experience that I did. <laughs> I, I can tell in the chat because their excitement matches mine completely, and it's just like that game is so ahead of its time and so special, uh, and the way it do- just executed so many things. Uh, if if the experience landed right for you, like you know how gr- amazing that game is. Yeah, uh, you know, obviously, obviously, Farpoint, uh, Farpoint does a lot of things right, and it does a ton of things right, honestly. But man, it's you know, I, I've the the story in the campaign doesn't make up for the fact that like I really do think that the level design is really lackluster, uh, and that the you know that, that it's it feels like AAA environment <clears throat> though. I mean, I know it's linear, but yeah, but it's like but you look around and like like yeah, you kind of have like a limited space. Um, you know, you have like a limited space to, to run around. Some of them actually do open up a little bit. But if you actually look at the detail, like the, the moon that's like exploding or the giant buildings that are like alien or whatever, or the, the special effects that are go- that is happening, all that shit is like really incredible. You don't see that in other games, nope. uh, really. No, I, I'm, I'm never going to disagree with you that the graphics are stunning. Uh, because or in, in a lot of the environments are stunning, but but yeah, I wasn't a fan of the level design. Uh, I th- I thought that yeah, it was it was one big corridor from start to finish, and uh, and it just it just made me feel like and it, and it went wide. It did it did the Uncharted Four thing where it's like these wider areas, and I was like, oh cool, give me a reason to go and explore these other areas, and there's no reason to explore. You're just wasting your time, uh, and so it, it felt like it was missing some key components for uh, to to really take the belt of like the this amazing over-the-top uh, first-person shooter like there were just some components that didn't quite land uh, the way I needed them to the story unbelievable environments graphics unbelievable the gunplay unbelievable I didn't love some of the weapons uh, you know so there was there, there's there's a little bit of down with a lot of ups and uh, and that's and that's when it starts going hey maybe this isn't quite a 10 but easily you know in the mid to high nines for me same same with firewall I think Firewall is incredible. I love that game. I've always had so much yeah. fun playing it. But again, mid to high nines, not quite a ton. Yeah, I hear you. AJ. So the, yes. <laughs> We've talked about a lot of great games. And I really, yeah. really hope that over the next six minutes, we're going to be talking about another great game so that it won't be too difficult to guess. It's time <laughs> <laughs> for PSVR 20 questions. And I'm really going to need all the cat's assistance out there because, as you guys know, the second this game starts, all knowledge of PSVR leaves my brain immediately. So, uh, basically, you guys in the chat and me, we have 20 yes or no questions to ask AJ to try to figure out what PSVR game he's thinking of. Do you have one in mind, AJ? I do. PSVR 20 questions. Oh, boy. Let me put up the, Come let me put, on. Let me put the timer up to, on the clock. We haven't won one of these in a while, Brian. We need to win one of these. I feel like it's been a while, yeah. <laughs> it's been a long time since one of us won. All right, I'm gonna, I need a fresh piece of paper here. I need to get ready to take some notes. All right, uh, putting a six-minute timer up from Timertopia. You cats ready in the chat? You going to help me out? Let's do this. AJ, is it a horror game? It is not a horror game, um, Brian. already screwed. Jamie out with the $2 <laughs> tip says, Hey, AJ, one time Brian told me Farpoint is average. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jay. I, I was it. gonna do a horror game, and then I was like, "I was like, no, mm-hmm. you, because you're a monster. Mm-hmm. I'm a monster. I'm the worst. I'm terrible, <laughs> terrible. But you love me anyway. Does this game have amazing environments? <laughs> no. Okay. Hard no. Uh, okay. Let's see here. Let's see. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, do you drive a vehicle in this game? You do drive a vehicle in this game. Good one, Johnny Moles. Good one. Um, is it a? Would it be considered a? Is it would it be considered a, a shooter? No, it is not a shooter. Not a shooter. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> I'm looking. Looking. Uh, has this developer made other PSVR games? Uh, yes, I believe so. Yes, they have. Okay. This is this is helpful. This is really helpful. <laughs> All you are is history says so. This game sucks balls. Then this right, game right, does right suck here, balls. Big balls. Yes. Yeah. Um, let's see. Okay, well we can go further with this vehicle thing. Uh, Ian Stanbridge, I'm going to go with your question. Is it a racing game? It is not a racing game. Not a racing. Oof. 
Wild Hour, the GameCat with the Australian $20. I'm not going to get the 20 minutes back watching Brian play pro, but here's $20 I say for not buying it. Thanks. Game on. Thank you so much, Wild Hour. Really appreciate that. That was a terrible game. Not a racing game. Um, not a shooter. Look at it. Uh, is this is this part of an existing franchise? No, it is not part of an existing fr- existing franchise. All right, well, that takes care of Wolfenstein, Braxbro. Konami VR. Not L.A. Noir. Um, yeah. Um, <clears throat> man. Can you play this game on the flat screen? The bunk bomb bro. Uh, I don't think so. Okay, no flat version. Okay. That was question number nine. Oh, and geez. I did count all URs history's question. This game does suck. Just to let you know. You did not count that. You didn't answer it, did you? I did, and I did count it. Oh, I didn't even realize. I and then, yes, Emily Emily does hate would probably hate this game. Okay, it's a cartoony piece of shit. Got it. Okay. Um let's see. Can you use the aim controller in this game? No, no aim support. Okay, I know you said it wasn't a shooter, but there were there's a couple that were in my right. mind. Yeah. Special delivery. Yeah, special. Somebody mentioned special delivery, and that was just stuck in my head for the entire time. Uh, is it third person? It is not third person. Okay, so we're gonna guess first person. Um, okay, I haven't seen anyone guess it yet. Okay, so here's what we know about this game, guys. We've got, we've only got about two minutes left, but it's it's probably first person. It's not in a franchise that we're familiar with. It's uh, the, the developer has made other PSVR games. You do drive vehicles at some point of some kind or another, and the environments are pretty. You drive a vehicle, yeah. You drive a vehicle. Okay. Um. Oh, 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 oh no, no. Operation Warcade is a shooter. That's that's not going to help me, is it? Uh, okay. Can you ride a roller coaster in it? <laughs> Cannot ride a roller coaster. Okay, <laughs> we're starting to run out of time, so I'm like, uh, um, okay. If you're in a vehicle, it's not a shooter. VR Apocalypse is definitely a shooter, Rody. Um, does that have puzzles? I guess that would help us out here. Did, did somebody already ask that? I thought I already answered that and said no. I don't have that here. So what? Vehicle-based puzzle game. Dude, I have no idea. I'm really trying to. Um, it's it's not a racing game, so it's not VR karts. Um, oh, is is there multiplayer? There's no multiplayer. That gets rid of Battlezone. How many questions do we have left? Uh, you got a couple. <laughs> that gets rid of. Um... You got you have seven questions left, or it's six questions and a guess. Okay, but we only have a minute left. Uh, is it uh, is it narrative driven? It's not narrative-driven. Okay, that gets rid of Kona. Um, Five questions. Okay. AJ doesn't. AJ probably doesn't like this. Bad environments. Um, uh, not L.A. Noir sci-fi game, guy Henry. Um, do you, no, not the Dolphin game because you're in a vehicle. Oh, my God. I can't believe I'm so totally lost right now. Start, start guessing vehicles. <laughs> um, do you fly? You do not fly. Four questions. Okay. Do you um <clears throat> do you ride a motorcycle? You do ride a motorcycle. Okay. Three is, questions. Is it is it um what what's the motorcycle game called? Is it uh, it's VR not about VR apocalypse um oh crap what the hell is it called uh 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 uh, uh um I gotta go with Motor Racer Four only because I can't remember the other one. It's not Motor Racer Four. Did you just guess Motor Racer Four? Yeah. No, it's I, Apocalypse Rider. Apocalypse Rider. That, that's that's what I was trying to think of. I couldn't remember the name of it, and so oh. and so I just went with the only motorcycle game I could think of. Oh, oh man, Apocalypse Rider. That's so the one I was trying close. to think of. Came this close. I just couldn't think of the name of so it. So close. Oh, it's such garbage. But I can't believe. I mean, yeah, I can't believe I got that close enough to 
Damn. To just to, the losing I, streak continues. <laughs> I would have gotten if I could just think of the name. That's the worst part about it. Fucking VR monkey with their VR. I can't, and I kept VR, thinking VR know. Apocalypse. Apocalypse Rider, right. is that what it's called? Apocalypse Rider, yeah. Why why isn't that in my head? That should be that should be ingrained <laughs> in my head. I thought I honestly I did like I really thought that was gonna be easy. Oh wow. I mean I was confused. You said it wasn't a racing game. Yeah, it's 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 like a dodging because you're not racing against anybody in it. You're like you're racing the time. You're like, eh, you're like you're like dodging. Like I mean, it was, that was a tricky one. I was thinking yeah. about that. I, I wasn't entirely sure. To, to just say but... no, I would I probably would have gone knew further. It was with yeah yeah you no knew what no. It was. D- despite your horrible <laughs> clues. <laughs> Despite- that was great clues. <laughs> I, I gave you a cartoony piece of shit. I even tried to help you. I was like, name vehicles. Yeah. I even tried to help you with No, it. no, you, you uh, definitely did. You definitely did. And I and again, if I remembered the name of it, I threw out Motor Racer 4 only because that's the only runner. one I could think it's of. It's like an endless runner, yeah. Yeah, I'm Thank like an endless runner. Yeah. When I saw you say VR Apocalypse, I was like, that's got to trigger it. <laughs> um, yeah, you knew it. You just couldn't remember the name. Yeah, so close, man. So close. We've, I've lost for all different reasons. We've run out of time. We've run out of questions. And this time, I just couldn't think of the name of the game that I knew was the answer. AJ, this has been a fun show. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. Um, and of course, thank you to all the cats who hung out. Uh, thank you to Miles Dyer. Thank you to Jay Meow. Thank you to all of the moderators who helped keep everything running. Make sure everybody joins us over on Discord. The link for that's in the description below. And of course, I can't do this without my partner in crime, AJ. So make sure you subscribe to his channel, PSVR Underground. Doing, dude, it's October. I can't believe October's here. And I'm still drowning in work behind the scenes, trying to get shit done for the rest of this week. Hopefully, after this week, we get all these reviews out and shit. Hopefully, we're going to have a lot, be able to have a lot more fun and just stream and hang out and have a blast. Uh, but this is a lot of hard work this week and uh man make sure you guys stick around for the rest of the week because we've got a lot of games to talk about uh at least oh, man at least three coming out this week. week yep we'll be uh yeah three games coming out this week cannot wait to talk about them should be a good time brian remember help us hire aj patreon.com slash without parole games can i cue the cat cue the cat brian because i want to say see you guys wednesday to miles dire <laughs> Ellie Baxter, hashtag Game Kitten, says, Cue the Flamingo. That's not right. Johnny, the Poltergeist, a.k.a. the Boudat, Flat Cat. Boo Flat, Ghost Cat. That is so hard to say. Boo Jew, the Underground Game Cat. Oh, I love it. Alberto, my palm, the game, a gato. Cue the cat. On it. LC2552 beats the musical game cat. Honor X, the restless wandering game cat. Time to play with game cats. Uh, yes, song and smoke is coming out. Oh, I can't wait to talk about it. Bob Zarkoff, the underground big cat. Uh, what's up, dude? Uh, serial killer, the peanut butter checks, loving game cat. Good luck with your procedure tomorrow. We'll be thinking about you, my oh, friend. Yeah. And, uh, you know, hit us up when you're healed and then you're now half human and half machine. And, uh, <laughs> <That's Robo-Cop? laughs> what? Yes. What yes, procedure, procedure is this? Oh, yes. Murphy. <laughs> His real name is Murphy. Uh, no, um, dude, I would opt for the adamantium skeleton instead. Adamantium skeleton kill Wolverine. Yeah, yeah, I think Wolverine would take Robocop. Mm, big time. Uh, In a second. Tell this, this game cat. <laughs> DJ. Dan, the bearded cat VR. Uh, all yours, history, the ghost cat. Says, happy birthday, my sidekick, Twitchy. Happy birthday happy to birthday. all of you. Happy birthday to you, Wolveraza. Happy birthday to you, Defunct Bomb Bro, to Game Cat. Happy freaking birthday, all of you. Steve Irie, uh, Dan Kiefer, Rody the Game Cat. Good to see you, man. Uh, Johnny Moles, appreciate all the support. Dude, you always give us, always support. And Brian Piccolo, thank you so much. Guys, have a wonderful rest of the day. Flame Hat, Game Cat, fire, fire, fire. We'll see you later. Diz, the Game Cat. Yeah.